Let me tell you about a man that I have met. Hey. They call him Captain or Wizard. Don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now I'm you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Man, you corny! see the show in action live uh mark your calendars because we're going to be hanging out at the pitch that is where uh, austin fc practices fc2 plays it's up in north austin uh off parmer by uh by the heb we both like spencer the tech ridge heb kind of close to that pretty cool little place went up uh, there once. it is our end of year celebration we're going to be doing a live show but not necessarily it'll be a in FSW, not for safe work. <laughs> NSFW, not safe for uh, work. Basically, we're going to do a live podcast from 5 to 7 at the pitch. Uh, you can come out, you know, kind of come and go. It's a little end of the year thank you happy hour. We're going to be raising money for some of our favorite charities that I will then gamble in Vegas and hope to double. Uh, we're going to do a live tic tac toast so you can see the game we play behind the scenes. Yes, lots of bread. Mm. Lots of bread, lots Can't of peanut wait. butter. Yes. And Spencer, the ping pong, with the 101X branded ping pong balls we use to play tic tac toast, which is kind of like beer pong, but with peanut butter and toast. Yeah, aren't they? Aren't those balls ruined now? Did you try One to show them? One of them, them up has been in my butt. Yeah. Which you can see on our TikTok yeah, at CJ Morgan um, Show. Even though I know science says it'll probably be just fine if we rub that in but uh, we're not alcohol. Gonna, we're not going to know which one. Exactly. Except for the, with the stains. I mean, on I still wouldn't feel confident even after I put it in like the washing machine or whatever. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it gives added dishwasher. incentive to win. Not to mention, we're all pretty much neck and neck. I mean, you, Matt, and I are tied, and Emily's only one game behind us with our sports bet. So at this live event, playing Tic Tac Toast, that could very well determine who wins this year's sports bet. Uh, and first prize was a raise. Yeah, I can't wait to get it. The love, person will get a raise next year. I love a crowd. I'm always a crowd pleaser, so yeah. I can't wait to uh, You're perform. You're competitive. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, we all are, yeah. And you did a pretty damn good job. Yeah, we are all pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of kind of surprising. to be when you're playing a game, you know? Yeah. You don't just, can't just sit there like a wet paper bag and... you got to win. Like, oh. uh, and you can play with us. On top of that, we're going to be introducing our live NPC. Like, you know, the girl goes, gang, 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 gang. Oh, yeah, I'm like riding like cowgirl. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, we're going to do that live. So if you donate money to a charity, there will be a menu of things you can make us do instantly like eat a marshmallow or shave my head, stuff like that. We got to get you to do your Matt Bearden impression. I'm Matt Bearden. I'm Matt Bearden. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, like that one. No, so if you want to participate and you yeah. want to hang out, uh, we are welcome you. It's free, of course. That's going to be uh, December 14th. It's a week or so away, week and a half. What is today? Two week, whatever, dude. It's Friday. It's man. 13 days. No it's one about, cares, it's bro. It's two weeks. It's, uh, it's coming up, though, so mark that in your calendars. We'll talk more about it. And, of course, we have lots coming up right here on this show with these DJs including our very first AMA. Go tip your bartender. Extra today. It's National Bartender Day where we recognize those pouring the drinks, drowning the sorrows, and often listening to our problems or being hit on by creepy dudes. Uh, as a former bartender myself, it's the only service industry profession I can relate to and boy did I have some adventures in bartending land and I want to say during the holidays if you are waiting tables bartending, Ubering uh, whatever it might be working in retail it sucks, it is the worst time it's a good time to make some extra cash occasionally but usually it sucks especially in the service industry because you have it's amateur hour. You have people that are with their families and going out and eating and drinking that usually don't do it a lot. Oh, yeah. So they're a little more like, I'm going to order the sugary, milkshakey drink with the chocolate portal over the rim that takes forever to make. Uh, what do you recommend? What do you have? Uh, it's it's a lot of that. But occasionally you get people that tip and take care of you a little more. But the point of this whole thing is uh, today, at least on National Bartender Day, go go say hi, tip your bartender extra, and then make sure during this entire season of the holidays to take care and be a little nicer to your service industry, folks. Oh, they are working hard. Way, way, way too, too hard. hard. And we are a bartender city. We're a city built on entertainment. You can say also musicians, comedians, this, this, and that, but 
You know what keeps it going more? Even more than the people waiting the tables. I'm going to say the bartenders. Alcohol. Alcohol is what built 6th Street, what built this city, the campus. Every None of it would be what it is without the booze and without the bartenders who can't even afford to live here. Often working at multiple bars. Making all of this possible. The bartender scene is crazy. The drama, like the bartender internal drama is fun. Yes, it absolutely is fun. Um, as a, you get really close to people when you're a bartender. You because do. Because that's part of your, your knack is you have to be really personable to your customers, but then also you have to be personable to the people that you work with. Because you're always spending time with them. You're spending your like late Saturday nights with them. A lot of times it becomes where the regulars, you know, like at Nomad or Barton Springs Saloon, a couple of places I used to frequent, like the regulars, they'll they'll hang out together and they'll yeah. have like uh, potlucks and, and yeah. because you get to know them that well. My they're, friend is they're a, your second family, the yes. bar flies and bartenders. My friend is a bartender and she like customers will just bring her little gifts or regulars will bring her food. One time a regular invited her on a boat party. They were like, hey, I'm having a boat party. Do you want to come? Feel free to bring whatever friends. And when your friends are there, uh, make sure to pour drinks yeah. for well, us. Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, free. I, I've worked She's really hot. I feel like I've worked in uh, the three main types of bars. I've never done high-end service, uh, even though sometimes it was kind of like that. I did restaurant bartending for most of my career, which was at Joe's Crab Shack. And that was really fun, but it could also be a nightmare. Um, uh, you mentioned the whole specialty, like chocolate rim style. Yes, drink. I imagine that's and the fish bowls. And that's where it happened the most, I would imagine, at yeah, a uh, gimmicky... Not- it was Place. also in a college town, yeah. and so people yeah. were already cheap, and we had a lot of, like, 50-cent beer nights and crap like that, and you had to wait tables, too, so you not only were tending bar and making service drinks, but the smoking section was where you wait, so you had to go and do the Joe's Crab Shack thing and wait tables. It was a lot of fun. It could also be bad. I love doing the flare and, like, popping lids and flipping drinks until one Ooh. time uh, I got called in to fill in a second shift, and a friend and I, we had already gone out drinking that day Mm -hmm. and I had to come back and I went to flip my I went Uh, to grab like the cheap gin and flip it up in the air and it hit all the wine glasses and martini glasses on top broke all those so loud came down into my well broke all the well Uh, bottles and like so there's glass in all my ice so I had to burn all the it was a nightmare not a speed bartender, which is another thing I've done. It's kind of the speed bar at a downtown place. A fraternity brother owned some crappy bar downtown for a hot minute and for like a week or two. I think I did a couple weekends bartending, and that sucked. Dealing with like drunk, probably underage, like just bar. Those the, the ones rough. that bartend the clubs and those kind of bars on Sixth Street. That that is rough. It's fast paced. It's nonstop, and I get why addiction is such a big thing. But one of my favorites um, was another buddy bought into a bar called Riley's on the Backbone. And this was one where they had regulars and it was out like way off Ranch Road 12 and it was beer only. So all I had to do was open beer. It was a lot of Easy. regulars, like Easy. old men that were kind of semi-retired, but like and once, they love talking. Oh, they love they talking. Love they it. know everyone and the, what's going on. They get off work at like three o'clock because he's like an electrician, but also retired. And uh, they would you would do a setup. Like usually you wouldn't even bartend for beer unless like college kids were coming in and stuff. But they would. Uh, you would charge them a buck and get them a cup of ice, and they'd bring their own Crown Royal and just sit there and drink. But my favorite thing was they had one of those really old grills, flat tops for making burgers and stuff, and a deep fryer. And uh, when people would want to get, like, they didn't use it a lot, but I kind of brought it back because I would cook me stuff. And then so the regulars would start bringing their family and friends in because I was always cooking up burgers. And oh, that was because I would, bark, the, I would open a cook. beer and then I'd turn around and I'd be fry cooking and making. I mean, they had no food license, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You were the cooler SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. You were the one that did, gave out beer. Did not pay well. <laughs> the tips weren't great, but no. it was it was a fun time. And I, I miss and love bartending days. I feel like if I went back now, I would have to just be... Be a bar like when I get fired from radio, I'm either going to be a teacher, yeah, or uh, oh god, no, or I'm going to be a bar back at Two some, very some bar. Say, America, do not let this man be in control of what your kids learn. No, so please <laughs> uh, keep me employed in radio. But there you go, happy national bartender day. Make sure you tip them, take care of them well because they make our city go. Why in the heck does Emily have ants in her car? 
And what do we do about it? I'm dealing, well, not anymore, but I was dealing with a problem with red wasps in my car. Tiny, stingy, mean, and I don't know what why they were there and why they kept regenerating. Like, I didn't see a wasp <laughs> nest anywhere. <laughs> I didn't want to spray wasp poison. One, I don't like using that stuff. Uh, but also, that would just make my car smell gross and chemically and have my dogs in there. But it was a big problem. Red wasp just in my car. And I'm like, okay, cool, great. I'm going to get stung while driving and wrecked. That's terrifying. Is this a common common thing? Bugs or? in your car? I don't know. Oh, I don't know if you took it like an expert and they were like, yeah, that happens. Bees in your, in your, your car. Bees, not bees in my car. Or, you know, some other type of invasive uh, now, colony insect. <laughs> remember, that's the uh, the famous Tommy Boy scene is uh, where they get pulled over. They just run out of the car and start yelling bees oh, yeah. and rolling around. Great. Yeah, Chris, for a great physical comedy. But, Emily, you're dealing with ants. I'm now, dealing with ants. Are these red ants? Are they no. sugar ants? Are they sugar. tree ants? Well, I don't know. They're the little black ones. The little teeny tiny ones. Yeah. Okay. The little, little sugar ants. But yeah. you... You don't have sugar in your car, do you? Is that I step don't. one? Yeah, step okay. one. I I did not go to my neighbor and ask for a cup of sugar and then, and then dump spill it all, over, it your all car. over my car. Um, is it because you're so sweet, Emily? Ah, uh, yes. It could be. Oh, I didn't even consider that one. <laughs> no, I mean, I keep my car very, very clean. The only thing that I'm thinking might have happened is I had a... If I had a passenger in my car and they were nasty Secrets. and something dropped under the seat. Did you look under the seat? Did you look around yet? Or are you I still, looked around. You were late to work today because you were covered in ants. I would, yeah. Yes. Well, I had to we go to the worried. doctor and then I also got in my car to leave and there were, no joke, hundreds of ants all Yikes. over the inside of my car. Have and you when, checked your pants? You don't want ants in your pants. <laughs> That's very true. I, I did get new pants. Maybe they're attracted oh, to the new so pants. Ants, ants in your pants, uh, which is not Fancy the pants. bee's knees. No, not the bee's knees. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so I really, I, I tried putting some of that ant bait in there. That's your problem. Ant bait attracts ants. It's bringing it's them in to go to the bait. <laughs> but like, it's the poison stuff. It's supposed stuff. to help, right? I know, I know. Okay, and so they crawl in, they die. Yeah, and they, that's, get, well, I think they crawl in and they grab a little of the liquid mm. and they go back and they like kiss their queen. This, this stuff makes me feel funny. Check it out. Hey, queen. Mwah. Hey, your evening kiss. Slay Mwah. queen. Here, take this. Um, but it, it's, I, I accidentally got the bait all over my car, so I'm really worried. I think right now, in the parking lot, there's probably a nice little, like, intoxicated ant party <laughs> happening where they're just going. So you spilled all this ant stuff. Would you say, were you getting, like, kind of antsy? Are you getting a little nervous? I'm so antsy. I'm so antsy thinking about the ants that are having a party in my vehicle. I know, and your your mom's kind of busy right now, but could you call your mom's sister? To ask her advice about this? My aunt? Yeah. To a- oh, that'd be a... My mom doesn't have a sister. Okay. She's well, an only I'm, daughter. I'm doing a very dumb... Well, yeah, we've decided this sister. is what we're going to do. My we're dad has do. two sisters. There you call aunt them. Puns. Call yeah. your aunts. My uh, aunts. So how did they get there is what I want to know. If you have any clue or how to get rid of them, you can text us. Yeah, what's, what's your stance on ants? Because what what, uh, <laughs> what kind of triggers me about this is like the red wasp thing. Like how, one, how are they getting into my car? Because yeah, ants, ants are small enough that they can just minion their way in. The and red yeah. wasps And I know there's, there's like the AC ducts. There's, there's ways through the seals to do it. But in this yeah. car, uh, I don't... There was nothing open. the The sunroof wasn't open. Like there wasn't a. So would you I didn't hear on, a hiss in the door when I was driving. Would they come out of the AC? Where were they coming out of? They're literally giving me goosebumps because I'm would, thinking about sitting in my car and have them crawl all over this me. Is, this is how I I noticed the wasps. Is I would be driving and I'd look up through the rearview mirror. They would they would congregate on the back window of uh, the car. And so I'd look up and there would just be some wasps back there. It was always like two or three. But, you know, I'd, I'd one time I had to pull over and roll down. I was late to a work event. Rolled down. All my windows pulled over at a gas station. I was like throwing stuff in there at them. I didn't have like I was like dressed up late, sweating, <laughs> trying to get rid of them. Didn't that was know me today. Except what, for the, I'm sticky. what the hell to do. But like they would eventually fly away or go out. And you would think, oh, just roll down your window when you're driving. That doesn't make them fly out the window. That no, pisses them off. It does. Because it's then loud. they're they're in red alert, and they're like, ah, oh, what is this? I, I, I need to show my anger. And red wasps aren't like bees. Bees sting you, they die. It does release a pheromone that makes other bees come. But if it's, a, if it's A, B in your car, it's fine. Red wasps will keep stinging you. 
They don't die. They're just like, oh, yeah, you want to get stung? Blah, 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 blah. This feels like and an they, episode. Every, every time they'd go away, they'd be back. Different ones. Like, they'd I was be like, how? Back? They'd be back. How be would you get there? Back. This feels once, like an episode of, Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> of 100 Ways to Die or whatever. You know, yeah. do you remember that TV stung, show? Stung by a red wasp and then your car flips over the... Yeah, yeah. that sounds like something that would be on that episode. It, it does. Just well, attacked by wet red wasps. Emily, I'm glad it's just ants and maybe your road trip to Dallas, you can uh, drop them off along the way. You know what? Um, I'm going to guess you might have had a coffee or you don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. Did anyone Tea. in your car have a sugary drink to where some of the liquid would have got onto the dash and dried? That's maybe. my current theory. Yeah, you're a boba tea girl, I feel. Like, I'm not actually. I don't well, like tea. Well, at least one of those uh, glass bottles from Japan that you can pop the little pebble down. I don't like soda. Oh, Someone I know. See, it's, I wrong. think it's a passenger. <laughs> should, should we tell her? Should we go and yeah. tell did her? You put, or should we did wait? You put no. bees up <laughs> I did. I put bees in your car. <laughs> There's a surefire way to get your kids to eat their vegetables. It's the Parent Pickup with our only friend, Matt Bearden. And uh, guess what? Today, he's got something secret for you. Yeah, you know what? Uh, School-age children. I've got a secret. Sorry, I was adding to your theme song. You were doing with Mr. Roboto? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, It took my brain. You see my hand to figure out. I was like, what? Did I? I know I've heard that somewhere before. Uh, school-age children eat about a, a whole cup of vegetables every single day. That's pretty good, right? That's better than me some days. Yeah, it turns out that the Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends that kids consume Three cups of vegetables a day, oh, so we're uh, slightly yikes. off. And Oops. I'm looking around this room, and I have a Fair feeling we're saying. probably, as adults, way off. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about I'm maybe. doing the one cup. <laughs> uh, the researchers sure. I had some fried cauliflower the other day. Yeah, here you go. I had a bunch Ooh, of it. Ooh, was it the Al- buffalo Al- toast? Dress house. Yeah. 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 That's healthy, right? Of course, especially, like, that hot sauce is like an extra vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. It has tomato. It's chili peppers. There's oh. wheat <laughs> in beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's liquid bread. Alcohol is made from grain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I eat candy that's green. And that counts. That that has to have spinach or something. Researchers from Brigham Young University are saying they have figured out, they've done the studies, they've figured out a way to get kids to eat more vegetables. And it's pretty simple, sort of. First, it involves adding a potato to their plate. Um, It turns out that when potatoes Mm. are also offered... Kids get excited, but it's not any potato. Mashed. Sweet. Stewed. Boiled. Baked. If you add a funny-looking potato, a potato <laughs> in some kind of weird, funny shape. Hey, is there it like you, a there you go. Face? There you go, moms and dads, as if life isn't stressful enough, make cute little potatoes mm-hmm. for I, your kids. I think you said it as a joke, the, the smiley, smiley face, but the smiley face was a huge shit. If you cut That's potatoes nuts. into the shape so good. of like a, um, a dinosaur... Anything so special, specialty shaped potatoes. They found out the potato. I think you could do it with any vegetable, except that it's really hard to cut a broccoli yeah. into a shape of yeah. a face. They, they're starchy. They they maintain their shape. So yeah, yeah. Carbonate. Uh, study discovered that children ate more vegetables when peas and carrots were served along potato shaped smiley faces. Peas and carrots. <laughs> oh, peas I and love carrots. it. Kid-friendly potato forms seem to urge kids to eat the other vegetables and could boost overall vegetable intake. I, I will say, the pro- this sounds great. The problem is, <laughs> I'm exhausted at the end yeah. of the day. I'm exhausted. My day starts at 5 a.m., right? I know, man. And then to also have to ca- whittle Whittle my children a dinner? Yeah, because you know those potatoes, when they're not cooked, they're like, a, oh, it's yeah. like when you are whittling, like a, a block of wood. And awful. I know, <laughs> sorry to call out my boyfriend, but I know for him at least. He's a potato. <laughs> Jesus, dude, you don't have to be so uh, cruel. Gosh. It's mean. You don't have to be honest all and the it's time, rude. He's not a potato, he's a potato face. It's yeah, a very different joke. No. He may not be the first wannabe comedian in Austin, but he is the finest. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Where to eat, drink, feel festive, and get into the season in Austin this weekend. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. C.J. is fat! 
It's kind of the season, even though it's 70 outside, but uh, we've got some recommendations of some places you can go hang to feel a little festive this weekend. Do something different. Maybe it's a good way to get out of the house or a date night. And let's start with uh, going to the JW Marriott for their Snow Much Fun. Uh, they are having uh, a little rooftop party. How dare you name it that here when the weather's like this? And well, there's no snow? Yeah. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, so they're going to be roasting s'mores, having drinks, cocktails, a fun little holiday pop-up in the uh, JW Marriott on the rooftop. And every hour on the hour, it's going to snow. How is it going to snow? It's going to snow because they're going to have a big... <laughs> Like a big ice grinding machine. Just oh, says, oh my gosh. Uh, I thought it was oh a, God. I thought it was Your a dog party. is hating that one. <laughs> you just smell all the diesel fumes from the generator <laughs> and the machine. No. Oh, it I, smells like Christmas. I'm sure they have some kind of big ass, nice, rich, fancy. It's the JW Marriott rooftop. I'm sure they have a snow machine oh. that is going to make little snow cones fall on your head. But imagine you're trying to propose <laughs> to your wife. Hold on. Yeah. So for the past two years of my life, I have fallen deeply and madly in love with you. And I just want to tell you, Caitlin Leanne Moore. Oh my God, this is snowing. It's snowing. <laughs> it's not sticking because it's 80 degrees my, outside. My head hurts from doing all that. Your dog is so upset that you did that. She she has left her comfortable spot because she thinks you're in trouble. I just love the imagination that it is like some kind of stuff I built yeah. to make the snow work. Yeah. Yeah. Just a giant. Well, it's like, like a dude on a Harley up there just revving it every time. Yeah. I mean, it comes out of snow. the exhaust. You know how on those like industrial freezers, just how loud the condensers oh, can yeah. be themselves. I mean, a box fan is loud, right? Yeah. So, so I every hour on the hour snow. There's a box fan, but it's just some guy with confetti. They don't have it exactly correct, so instead of just being like a nice snowfall, it's like sleet that is just yeah. flying yeah. at your face very it's gonna fast. Be, it's going to start. It's not even going to stay. This it's is gonna, horrible. It's going to melt. You slip and fall off the roof. I don't think any of that will happen. Anyways, that's definitely uh, not going to happen go. there. All these sound like reasons to go check it out. And I'm, uh, <laughs> let us know if they are doing it like that. All, all right? right. So snow much fun at oh, the man. JW Marriott. Uh, have, yeah, have fun with that. I'm sure it's fine. Send us pictures if you go. Uh, Hanukkah-inspired cocktails at Kenny Cohen's. They're also oh. having a little pop-up in the back that's going to be doing a bunch of classic takes on old cocktails oh. inspired and uh, taken a lot of different Hanukkah kind of uh, flavors and drinks Ooh. and different things like that. Uh, Kitty Cohen's, mm. by the way, if you are a young single dude that's not too weird, Kitty Cohen's is a good place to meet a young get you. Uh, and you know, you can meet you a nice play. Jewish lady there for this uh, Hanukkah cocktail. That's say, play true. It, play it safe and just assume all men listening to us are creeps. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, if you want to <laughs> see the tree being Sorry, lit, boys. Uh, the Driscoll Hotel, another fancy oh, downtown, cute. beautiful spot. They have holiday drink specials. They're going to have live music, and they've got a big-ass, real-life 16-foot Douglas fir tree right in the lobby. How would oh, they wow. get that in there? And they're going to light it. And you know what I love about this is they're inviting the public so it can make you feel like you can afford to stay at the Driscoll. Aww, oh, yeah. Can we all cool. hold hands like in the Grinch and then sing We can, but yeah. the thing is, oh, is if you want to get there early today before they light the tree. <gasps> they're going to um, set it on fire? They're doing it at 5 o'clock, so they're doing it, but you got to get to the tree soon because first they have to cut it down. Do you want to know how they're going to do that? How? <laughs> 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 this is the CJ Morgan show, by the way. <laughs> stupid vaudeville radio. Too much fun with this one. I hate myself. This hey, Driscoll, Driscoll tree lighting. Anyways. Happening uh, today at 5 <laughs> o'clock in the old uh, Brazos. And then uh, last but not least. Oh, God, there's uh, more. There is a milk bar pop-up happening. The Lauren at Lady Bird Lake. Uh, going to have, the, you know, the famous New York City bakery. Yep. Milk bar going to be doing different treats and stuff. But uh, the thing is, is they had to bring cows in 
And uh, you you want to know how they how they have to do that? How they have uh, to milk the cows? cows. Like, oh, come here, Bassy, come here. Is that a brat? No, that's you pinching the udders. <laughs> come on, Bassy, hold still. Yeah, I feel I like it's a... more like. There you go. Uh, you can you can actually read the list without sound effects made by my mouth at austinmonthly.com. It's time to read your comments, criticisms, and concerns. I like to do this at the end of the year. Just like Santa got a big old bag, it's time to open up the mail sack. It's the mail sack. Yeah, I made that sound effect a long time ago. Uh, that's right. We're going to look oh. at your questions, comments, criticisms, concerns. And, of course, if you want to ask us anything about the show, the station, or our individual selves, we'll do that, too. You can call in at 512-835-1015, text us, 835-1015, or at CJ Morgan Show on social media. Let's start with... A very negative comment, because that's... Oh, why not? It can only get better from here. That is just how I am. But here's the deal. I'm not starting with a negative comment to, like, call this person out necessarily. But I want to show you, because I was testing a theory, and it's always correct. It's it's like with Yelpers, uh, that bitchy people just love to bitch, and that's exactly yeah. what we have here. I mean, uh, what do you think this entire show is? Me bitching, because yeah. I'm a very bitchy person. You're absolutely correct. Uh, Angela on Google Review says, this company is running their stations into the ground. The hiring of C.J. Morgan is a prime example. <laughs> Taking away the best afternoon drive and turning it into cringy, often misogynistic string of tired antics. Oh, yeah. Sound effects. What sound effects are the this part? <laughs> and swipes at the dumb listeners themselves. I added dumb. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I hope the advertisers take a stand against supporting these changes because it seems like only money talks, not their audience. Well... You've been talking quite a bit. Now, that's a negative review. Only one star for 101X because of this. But oh. here's the thing. Why I read Seems this. Why I brought harsh. it in. Because yeah. you're like, all right. For just one show. and we're just an entire, one guy. And we're an entire 24 hours and of music and more, one, including the weekends. One idiot like me just trying to make make your day go by a little faster. Hopefully make you joke and laugh at the dumb stuff. And, and when I'm misogynistic, I'm doing it because I deeply hate women and think they're an <laughs> object for my sexual pleasure, but mainly I'm also doing a character that is making fun of those types of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all, not that we put on a personality, but I will say there's a power when you get behind the mic and it's just like you alone in the studio. You you get a little crazy. And now this power is going to use to dunk on Angela because we're going to read some of her other Google reviews to prove my point that people that bitch online and give one star reviews only do that. And let's see. Uh, Dan's Hamburgers in in Buda. Buda. Uh, Dan's Hamburgers in Buda. Angela says, we arrived at 1030 on Saturday and they had already stopped seating for breakfast. They also don't have the full menu at their drive through. So we had to go somewhere else for breakfast on a Saturday morning. One star. Oh, does doesn't know how to plan Aww. one star. Get up more. earlier. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, they're already full. Like, that's a weird thing. And, and listen, Dan's is going to be fine. But I will tell you that with smaller businesses, these one-star reviews for BS can absolutely have an effect. Yeah, for it's things not that, good. For things that were, what, your fault for not researching well, well enough? Let's, <laughs> we uh, have the internet, lady. Let's see. That's uh, what you're using to make these reviews. Go Google things. Let's see Angela's review of Serrano's. The food is still decent. However, it's a shame that dinner conversation with my partner was interrupted constantly by a very small child listening to his parents' phone on full volume during the whole meal. We could hear it loudly, loudly halfway across the room. Room, so I only imagine what the table next to them heard. When I asked if there was any kind of policy on that noise, the server laughed and told me no. As the server should. Yeah. If someone else's kid, yeah, that sucks. I agree, but you're in public, but you don't give Serrano's one star because a kid, the restaurant has nothing to do with that. You think they're going (laughs) to kick a paying customer out because you're annoyed that the kid's listening to their phone? Also, have you ever watched Bluey? Bluey's a good show. Honestly, I have watched Bluey. If they had Bluey on full blast at a nice restaurant, I would be pretty pleased. It's better than a crying baby. It's not bad. Uh, 
uh, Angela also said on Google reviews. And re- remember, when you give one star ratings and Sorry, that's like you're an little, ass, we can go read all your reviews. That's like giving <laughs> Zilker Park a one star review because some guy was playing music on his uh, no, radio. It's given like boombox. It's given Zilker boombox. Park a one star review because you got stung by a bee. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing yeah. to do with the park or anything. Uh, here's another good one. Uh, I mean, Went to a show at Emo's. There was no ADA parking available. There's no parking available. Okay, so again, get there earlier. Uh, we parked in the next closest lot and ended up having a parking scam run on us where they booted our car and demanded oh, 100 yeah. from everyone in the lot. So because there's not enough handicapped parking, more of a city or code enforcement issue, or you sure. getting there earlier issue, for a show at Emo's, it cost us 100 bucks, One star. You gave Emo's one star for something that is not because you got scammed? Yep. Because you didn't get oh, there man. early enough? Critical thinking has been an issue in this country for a long time, but if you can't even like make connections, like, how do you make these co- uh, Whatever, man. I guess I understand why conspiracy theories are all amuck and People all over the place. People don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be in the wrong. That's it. Is They will blame everybody else well, around them instead of themselves. reasons to yeah. something that's... Uh, I don't but know, it's just a weird way man. to give a one-star review you and it makes me sad and angry not because uh this person criticized my crappy ass show i get it man i didn't i'm I, you can't. Well, that's the only as, review as, she was right about. As a, yeah, as, a, as our <laughs> co-host friend across the hall, Bob Fonseca says, you cannot hate me more than I hate myself. Yeah. Trust me on this. <laughs> but if you do have anything positive or nice or just whatever you want to say about the show, we're going to continue with uh, the mail sack. Give us the dirt. And you can ask us anything, 512-835-1015, text on social media, or call us if you're bold enough. <gasps> The mail sack, and we'll be back coming up in 10 minutes. We're opening up the mail sack. It's the mail sack. <laughs> it's the end of the year, so we want to read your questions, comments, criticisms, concerns. You can always feel free to rate the podcast, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, wherever. We don't care what you rate us, man. None of that matters. Nothing matters. But uh, you tell us you love us or hate us. Let's answer some of the questions that you might have so far, starting with Steph wants to know, what happened to Matt? Where is Matt all the time? Well, Matt is a part him. of the show. Killed him. He is our fourth Beatle. Um, Got rid of him. But he is dead. <laughs> he is in a bathtub yeah. uh, soaking in lye until he rots enough to where he can dismember his body and spread it around uh, the city, and then we're going to blame it on the serial killer. Yeah, or the stroke that he one. had. Yeah, or the stroke. Or the stroke. Yeah, that'd, be the a good way. that'd be an easier way to kill him. Is <laughs> Where actually that. is Matt right now? We don't know. Well, the deal with Matt is uh, he's not always on the show. He does another morning show across the hall. At one point, Matt and I teamed up together after both of our shows failed. And uh, that's where Spencer became my proprietor. Hello. And uh, we did a show called Just Matt and CJ. And then they thought Matt's working too hard doing a split shift. So Emily came to hang with us. And then we became all for one program. But Matt's not here with us all day, every day. Uh, He comes sporadically on the show. When he feels like it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, No, he has a couple segments he does throughout the day. We love having Matt around. But he's not constantly here because, again, it's he a does. lot. Yeah. Another show. Emily, you did the same thing. I the mean, split shift. Yes. I, I mean, I literally have been doing a split shift all week, too, uh, on the mornings with Nick. And I'm like, yeah, whew, I remember these uh, days. And I'm so glad that, you know, he'll be back we're in nice like to him. An hour, right? Today, he'll should be back. It'll it'll wear you out. And by the way, you can text us your questions uh, if you have anything you want to know. 512-835-1015. Uh, someone wants to know, Emily, what do you think you would be doing if you didn't get a job in radio? Oh, wow, an actual question that isn't about my boobs? So uh, for those that uh, don't know, Emily kind of stumbled into this because you graduated, you started working promotions, then the pandemic hit, and so you were trying to occasionally get hours around the office. Sure. You didn't intend to have a full-time job at radio, so what would you be doing? What do you think? Where would you be, Emily? Well, At your um, parents' house in Houston? (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm not going back to Houston. But I did graduate with a degree at the University of Texas at Austin at the Moody School of Communications with a a Bachelor's of Science in Public Relations. So you'd be a scientist? No. Relations. You'd be a publicist. No. You'd be uh what is a public rel- what do they do? They relate they to the public. Oh. Yeah. If I say a bunch of F words on air, yeah. Emily then has to be I'm like... I'm the one that has to go back and clean it up. So technically... He was taking Ambien and his account was hacked. Yeah. Oh. Technically, I still 
use all of those resources to you, clean up after you. I know it's very true. So. Um, d- but did you have like anything lined up? Like I know you literally graduated yeah. into a pandemic, but were you, were there other places you were applying? Were there other jobs? Because the you started yeah. the radio station part-time for extra money. Yeah, I was an intern when I was in college and then I worked part-time, but I had a different internship every single semester of college. I was a hard worker. And when I got this job, um, it's not anything I expected to do. I originally, and my entire resume, still to this day, except for this stuff now, was events. So I, in college, would plan events. You did wedding planning, too. I did wedding planning, but then in college, I was president of an organization called Euphoria ATX at University of Texas. It's doing drugs with teens. No, not at all. We would plan, we were like a nonprofit, and we would plan concerts, and we would book book local bands at local venues. The university didn't give us any money. We weren't like... We were part of the university, but we weren't the official one. They had like an official version, so we did it all on our own, and we made a bunch of money. Actually, so you would have Great. gone, you would have gone into event Live marketing, music. this kind of yeah. stuff. You would have I been love, a planner to some degree. It's, I that seems love like events, thing, and I love planning, love planning, and I love live music. And that's the one thing I love. I do enjoy this job a lot, but I miss live music, and I'm glad that I'm now mainly on the afternoons because going you can go to and concerts on the morning show was really hard because you had to get up at five in the morning yikes so uh, next ew. question can you all stop video game chatter it's annoying i think that came from a podcast review so can we stop video game talk no, no. <laughs> that's a, what do you think we do when we're not on air right. uh last question comes uh from facebook at cj morgan show can i leave early today that is. Uh, that looks like Spencer's profile I picture think that there. Was that is Spencer. That's Spinny's account. Uh, ask away anything. What is the answer? Anything you want to know at CJ Morgan Show, and the answer is no. What do we want for Christmas, and what does everyone want for Christmas coming up? We're going to talk about that right now. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to. S- say that, that I'm a nerd. nerd. Good housekeeping has some of the top items that everyone wants this Christmas. I thought we'd talk about those. And then what we want, what we really, really want. Let's start with this. An everywhere belt bag. It is one of the most popular gifts so far. And it's basically a smaller fanny pack, if not just a more conspicuous fanny pack. Look at that. That is, that is a fanny Just call it a fanny pack. Don't rebrand it. We've already known that people are into fanny packs. Hey, man. Yeah. They're coming back, whatever. Fanny packs are great. That's why there's a difference between a sweater and a sweatshirt. You can have you can. Just, you can have both. Yeah. You can have nice things. Uh, do you want to check out? Guess how much this is at Lululemon. I'm going to say $30. Oh, my God. Oh, it's going to be It's a Lululemon. 40 I was going to say uh, 60 Let's see. It, actual retail price is, oh, i got to add it to bag. I gotta go to the cart. So this is uh, forty-eight dollars. Yeah, for a crappy-looking little thing. Uh, next on the list, this reminds me of a Wayne's World skit called "The Suck Cut." It's a head shaver for men. It is the uh, Pit Bull Gold Head Shaver. It head is shaver? Uh, so four little razors, similar to like you would, you know, the little circular electric ones that you would use for your neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it has a grip and a Ooh. angle that is used to shave your head. Is it also ribbed? It fits in your hand. It nice. has a long battery life. It's water resistant. So if uh, you want to keep your uh, head tight and trim and bald. You can use this. It sounds like you can take in the shower, maybe, too. It yeah. sounds like it's painful. Oh. Uh, a 12-inch screen magnifier for a smartphone. So if you uh, like <laughs> you watching movies okay, on boomer. your phone and, <laughs> and need, the, need a screen to magnify it, there you go. Dude, I've been noticing myself doing that. If someone shares a picture, I'll take, i got to take their phone and then zoom, zoom, in. zoom in to see My it. My friend and I call it magna, maga, magnify. But this is just weird. It's like if you're going to watch stuff on a screen on your phone, like what are you on an airplane or a car ride, whatever, but if you're... You can drop it to your TV. You can airdrop it, airplay it on a TV. It's like why, or just get an iPad if you're going to regularly enough be watching it. I Look, don't, man, it's a th- weird. This is for the consumer that's not as informed as you. So I guess so. Let's There's see. no way this works properly either. No, it's also on Amazon, so of course it doesn't work properly. It's got to be a piece of crap. 
Uh, unlike the mystery tackle box, it is the number one overall gift for men. Oh, it's a mystery tackle box. So what does it come with? Mystery it's a tackle? Fish. Like, tackle? <laughs> There's a fish in there. there just, a dead fish. Just shaking. Some no. wine. What is in here? It's a mystery, it's, Spencer. It's a bunch of toys for coming. You're like, ah, damn it. I, I want order, a tackle. Should I order a mystery tackle box yes. for Spencer? No, 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 no. Uh, only that's 22. All right, that's not a bad idea. But what do we really want for Christmas? There I'm we tell go. You, that's besides, what we talk about. Besides Lego, I have a lot of Star Wars Legos I want. Um, I would like... I haven't had a model rocket in a long time. I think it would be fun to build and send up a model rocket. Okay. Yeah. I know Hobby Lobby and Michaels has them, but I don't want to paint them. I don't want to decorate them. I just want one that's really durable that I can routinely shoot up into space. Maybe with a little camera on it. That's what I want. Do you have enough, like acreage to do that on he's got a new house yeah, yeah. That's oh, what I'm your neighbors are gonna love you whenever the rocket goes into the yard it's a great way to I'll tie a string to it Hi. i'll have a spool and a string nice to meet you i'm cj my rocket just fell into your yard do you mind if You're i like, go and get it great it, it shot right through our trampoline we're gonna I'm need not to gonna put my name on the rocket so if it doesn't come back <laughs> or they're gonna say like oh that's great i also have kids too how old are they and then you say, um, oh, um, no, they're, they're at their mom's yeah. forever We're now. divorced. Yeah. How old are they, though? No. Emily, <laughs> what's, what's the top keep... thing you want for Christmas? All right, to get ready, boys, because I want the Super Cube. The Have you Super ever Cube? heard about this? That's not that. One for Chris. Uh, I was say, that's not that movie in the sequel about the no, horror no, no, film no, with the no, cube. No, 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 no. It's no, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Cube was the name of the movie. Oh, that one, too. It's thirty four ninety nine, and it's a silicone freezing tray with a lid, oh, and Emily, it perfectly no. freezes the correct amount of soup. So you can make a giant <laughs> batch of soup, and God then you pour it you into a, these containers. Are you a grandma? Well, and then you yes. get the perfect portion, single serving portion size of soup. It's got a picture here of frozen soup. Who freezes soup. and reuses soup? Like, I if I get soup, people. I eat it. No, a lot of people. You um, make a bunch of soup, and you put it in here. Oh, I'm starving. CJ, Let me thaw some soup. There's exactly. pictures of it on that's Amazon. That's so weird. And there's a frozen cube of soup, and I don't know what it is about this image that's making me disgust. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> Listening I to it sounds frozen. disgusting. I know it's frozen soup. Why do you <laughs> freeze gross. soup? Because <laughs> you're it's, hungry. It's you're water. Poor. And, it's water in like a bone you boil. Like that's so easy to do that it's unnecessary to Some freeze. Some soups take a long time, and so the freezing is good. Also, uh, it has 4.8 stars, almost a five I don't star ever review. Want reheated soup. Seventeen thousand two hundred thirty-seven ratings and a 4.8 star wait, wait, review. Wait. Is this for cold soup? So you can put a soup yeah, ice like cube in it and keep it cool without it watering down. You put it in a saucepan and you de-thaw it, but it gives you the perfect amount of soup. That's it. I like the idea of a soup sickle. Just, just scraping and eating it. That, no, that's I don't know. Em, this is out of this all is the a, cool stuff and technology and things so we have. Cool. You want a frozen soup cube? Yes, I want to freeze my soup. Just go to get a Tupperware <laughs> and put it in there and freeze it. But it's not going to be like the exact portions, and it's not silicone, so it doesn't just okay, slip out. Get Tupperware that has the measurement portions on it. But it's not going to slip out properly, and you're going to have to hack it out of there. And I'm. I'm just saying the super frozen cubes, soup. That is the best invention known to man. Uh, Spencer, what this. do you want for Christmas? Hopefully I, something better. I don't want anything this interesting, but some stuff to do some music with. That's all. Okay. That's good, it. Good. A, like, keyboard, a keyboard slash uh, drum machine. You controller. want to start a band? No. Yeah. You just making with your just own myself. beats? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like to be able to do most of it at home now, since I usually have to do it here on a digital audio workstation that is only made for broadcast. Ugh. It is not good for yeah, doing and music. You all, and you always have Nick yelling at you. So there you go. A he model rocket in a soup cube along with a MIDI controller keyboard music maker. We'll make this happen. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Hi, 101X. Dead Longhorns topping today's news. Let's get some headlines. That's right. Before the Big 12 title game, a poor, sweet, innocent little cow, uh, specifically some kind of Longhorn, is uh, dead. It was found on the lawn of an Oklahoma State fraternity. Oh, my God. It had a cuss word carved in or branded into it, and its belly was cut open. Uh, the what carcass. The hell? Hell yeah. Yeah. Pretty screwed old, up. Hell yeah, good old animal mutilation, good old country boys. Uh, this mm. happened up at uh, Oklahoma State, which is, I think, in Stillwater. Um, it was in front of an off-campus fraternity's house. 
The university and Stillwater police are investigating it. Uh, mm-hmm. There are many crimes that go with this, specifically one, animal cruelty, which is a federal offense. Uh, the spokesperson for the fraternity said that they are letting the police handle the matter. It does look like it was dumped on their lawn as a prank to them because it said right. F Farmhouse. Their fraternity is called Farmhouse. Sure. But, of course, being ahead of the uh, Big 12 title game against Texas and it being a dead longhorn was obviously that. I don't know if you've seen the video of it. I have. But it's sad. I saw, it's a little, feel good. I saw a clip. It was, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to watch anymore. And you know uh, what's disgusting? Um, back whenever I was at UT, there was a specific men's organization that got banned for a little bit, put on a hold. They're off their hold now. And part of it was because of some of the animal cruelty that they would do. Oh, man, really? Mm-hmm. Like, what? <sighs> Stupid rich kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I can't even say it on the radio because it's disgusting. And Look, That's all right. It's, I, it's beneath me. I know that you were a frat boy. Yeah, CJ, but, we but this caused like a I went bunch to, of I went to issues. Texas State. We weren't rich kids, you know. We weren't like mommy, daddy, millionaire, yeah. front house sure. kids. I mean, how many? We were just we were just screw ups that we like to the, drink and hang out. We were the kids that could write an essay. That's how we had to get into school. Yeah, it's just like how many <laughs> kids and animals do you have to kill to prove that you don't are cool that you're tiny inside. And hey, you know what? Those tiny guys are managing our banks and hedge funds right now. Thanks a lot. Uh, Anyhow, back to more news. Don't let your house burn down! Why not? Uh, We have some fire tips and safety for the holiday provided by the, I believe it's the National Fire Protection Association. Says uh, tip number one, don't let your house burn down. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Uh, I'll try not to. I've been practicing that my entire life. I don't have a house. They say that, well, don't let your apartment burn down. Don't let your living space Burn. Living space. Do not set is. stuff on fire. And if you do, go to Living Spaces and get new furniture. Living Spaces, if you want to advertise with us, give me a ring. Pay me money or give yeah. me free furniture. I can make a song for uh, you. They say that candles are some of the, the fires from candles are up this year, and it's one of the top causes of what sets uh, home fires around this time but of CJ, year. CJ, it's perfect candle season. It's That's the very, time of year. Very much so candle season. That also, of course, being Christmas trees, they need to be watered and maintained properly. Be careful with your decorations and your lights. Uh, some lights are only indoor or outdoor, not both. So make sure you don't have outdoor lights indoor, indoor lights outside. Also, the LED ones aren't as hot, and they don't quite use as much power. So it's not going to have the same kick. But just be very careful when stringing and hanging lights. If cords and lights are old, don't try to tape them and rig them yourself to work. <clears throat> CJ, uh, to get them going. Uh, this is another thing I didn't. No, until I read it now. How else? Don't use nails or staples to hang lights, even if they're insulated. Use clips. Use plastic clips because the nails, the metal can rub. And then if it rubs through the insulation, if you're, it's connected, it's just, it's not a good idea. That's not true. You gotta, you gotta okay. take into account the winds blowing it and rubbing it yeah. against stuff, but uh, perhaps, yeah. Keep decorations away from windows, doors, places where pets can get to but them, places where they can knock over. Mainly just be careful. You're supposed to show off to the neighbors my beautiful Christmas tree. You are, but you gotta be a little careful when <sighs> doing that. Uh, also, talking today's news and knocking uh, power out and electricity, a squirrel <laughs> left Austin residence and Including our very own Emily X Edge. I like Emily X. <laughs> Emily uh, X. A squirrel took out the power in Austin, including our very own Emily. Yep, it did. This is actually the second day in a row that an animal has knocked out the power. First time was um, nearly a thousand people in Northwest Austin on Wednesday morning. Is it a bird? No, a squirrel came oh, squirrel. in contact on a transformer That's pole nuts. and just oh. and just blew it all up. And funny enough. I got a text message saying that my power had been restored, but I was at work, so I I thought... I didn't know my power was out. Yeah, it's because of this dang squirrel, and then yesterday... This this news story sounds like a lot of fluff. Because it's a squirrel? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make puns. You missed my nut one. Anyhow, go on. (laughs) I did. Uh, And then yesterday, about 4,000 customers in North Austin were without power again in the afternoon. Also, because of an animal. They didn't specify what animal... But uh, it was a goat. Just jumped up there. It It was just another (laughs) animal that came in contact (laughs) with the equipment. So I guess it could have been a goat that chewed through the line. Yeah, be very careful. Don't let a goat chew through your Christmas lights and set your house on fire. That's the top tip we've learned today. Yes, man, what a terrible way to go as a squirrel. Nah, man, it's probably pretty quick, actually. Yeah, I bet it's really fast. (laughs) No, but speaking realistically, yeah, but. 
Nah, oh, man. I think that the squirrel's worst, on his way home. You know, the you worst squirrel kids. <laughs> he no, just took the wrong way. I got way. some extra Christmas nuts. Oh, oh what? Wait, I've heard of a shortcut. I'll take this I, way. <laughs> look at this giant box up here. I bet no, there's even more almonds stored no, inside. No. no. <laughs> Don't open the box. An Instagram influencer finally found a way to keep dudes away at the gym. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's social cues where we talk about the internet on the radio. And ladies, don't you hate it when you're at the gym and some dude's just staring at your tight, just well form fitting yoga pants on that ass as you bend down to do a squat? Do we hate that? Yeah. I actually really do, CJ. Or where you you're asking. wearing those like low V neck kind of workout shirts and they're, as you're bending down to pick up a weight, they just look down your shirt, see your cleavage. Don't you hate that? Yeah, that's that's not allowed. You probably it's gross. shouldn't do that. Uh, and as on a serious note, dudes, ladies don't want to be hit on at the gym or grocery store it's or just, almost just anywhere. trying to wear clothes that are yeah. meant for working out in. I don't know what you want me to do. It's not my fault my boobs are this big. Well, really. He does have some nice ones, doesn't he, Emily? Thank you. Uh, Beautiful. A Christian Instagram influencer has finally found a solution to keep dudes from hitting on her at the gym. I don't think it was intentional, but here's what she says. How our Christian activewear brand can help you become more confident as a Christian in the gym. First, you can be confident in sharing the gospel with someone else at the gym. Someone may even come up to you and ask you about the Proverbs 31, 25 leggings. Next, you can be confident that you have the strength of the Lord with you while you work out and he wants you to be super strong and healthy. That's right. So uh, anytime a dude starts coming up to you and hitting on you, one, make sure you've bought the Jezer active wear with uh, quotes from Psalms on the side of it and a big cross on the back. Um there are not a lot of things that'll stop dudes from being dudes, but if you start preaching the gospel, oh yeah, especially in Austin, I think that's going to work. Oh, uh, yeah. So there you go. Just go overly Christian. I don't think this was. I know this wasn't intentional. I know that's the joke. This is, but... this is a great way to deflect and get dudes to go away. Like what else is better? No. Even pretending you're sick wouldn't CJ, work. CJ and I think Emily can probably vouch for me on this, but I don't think that's going to deter any guy. If anything, that sounds like another. Another thing to start talking about. I mean, oh, hey, uh, Ezekiel, that's pretty good. That's a pretty Proverbs. That's a good one, right? And also, I feel like the guys that would be attracted to this. You want to go get some wine later? Are the guys that are very, like, into finding a trad wife. So okay. they're like, oh, uh, my goodness. So you're now, a woman of God. You Tell know us what, what a trad wife that. is. That basically means traditional. It's but. like a traditional. It's the whole concept of you're going to get married to me, the man, and I'm going to go and do all the work, and you're going to stay at home, be my stay-at-home wife. It's not just being a stay-at-home mom. It's like... You dress up for your husband. You live the traditional yeah. ways. You make sure you don't have any other male friends. Like, it's, it's very 1950s. It's just like the wife that Jonah Hill was looking for but didn't get. You know? yeah, oh, I mean, even gosh. more so. I, I think of the... Has the apron when he comes home and, yeah. and dinner's yeah. already Does her cooked. hair, gets up yeah. an hour early before he goes to work so she can make him a sandwich and then also do her eyelashes. I do. Because I want all my relationships to be based on television. The yeah. old Roles. 50s movies. There was, uh, this is completely deflecting, but it still has to do with the internet, so it kind of works for social cues. <laughs> Yesterday, there was a picture of a family in the 50s that was kind of sort of going viral. I follow a lot of too old people or way too old people in my family and whatnot. But it was like, what happened to kids in the 50s? They used to be so respectful. And everyone in the comments was just like, yeah, they used to respect. And some people were like, they don't listen to hip hop back then. And it just made me think about how... You used to be able to punch your kid in the face. (laughs) Yeah, but also listen to this. Like, yeah, they're traditional, respectful children in the 50s. And a lot of people are like, well, they had military dads coming home from the army. So what, did, them. Uh, what did those kids turn into in the sixties? Hippies, yeah. revolutionaries. Yeah. Like they can, like that is the dumbest. And no, no, they it wasn't being shared ironically. It was being shared as like this was the good old days of America. All those kids rebelled, moved to San yeah. Francisco, started grew their doing hair drugs, out, took LSD, and had sex with Charles Manson. That's why this false nostalgia for a different era is ridiculous. It never existed. None of it was real. It's all in the entertainment we've seen. You ever hear about someone, and though you're just looking at text explaining a person, you just know they smell bad. 
I'll explain. Did you know Mark Boyle is known as the moneyless man? Since 2008, he's operated and lived without money and without modern technology. To me, that's just a smelly-ass hippie. Aww. Good, Damn, good bro. perfume and soap. He's probably the only, money. only one that really understands this life. What if he lives a long time? Longer than anybody else in the world. Uh, I can, I'm looking at an image of him now, and I'm going to tell you that... Uh, the dental rotting of his gums will eventually <laughs> he, he'll probably him? succumb to gingivitis nah, before man. he rub a little dirt up in makes there. it a really yeah. great example. Uh, anyhow, what are we doing? Everything we say here is true, or at least as true as we've been able to fact check and verify it because we say and we let you know beforehand things are true by going. Did, did you, you know? know? Did you know? That there is an underground garden in Fresno, California, that is meant to mimic Greece. The guy that made it spent 40 years hand digging this 10-acre underground garden paradise beneath uh, the dry Fresno hard pan, which then included different microclimates and grafted multiple fruit trees that are still growing through the ceiling 90 years later. That's insane. And it's open for visitors, probably mm. for a profit. I'm not sure how much or anything. Uh, in, anything well, to get laid. But, like, man, this guy. I had a roommate. Like, nails are probably. Yeah, horrendous. I had a roommate that spent not 40 years, but at least the entire year we lived together hand digging in his nose. Mm. Uh, it was unpolite. I don't know what he was building, and uh, mm. he wasn't building any joy in my life. Definitely I'll tell you that, though. Lasting memories, though. Open for sure. visitors? He really liked being in there. I don't yeah. know. Just anytime I walked in the living room, here he was, knuckles deep. Ooh, knuckles. Wow. Oh. Hey, did you know? Oh, geez. Oh, Guys, did you God. know? That's Got it. lost in the memory. <laughs> More gross people. <laughs> South Park premiered in 1997. Comedy Central had 9.1 million viewers. A year later... Comedy Central had a staggering 50 million viewers. Uh, that many people were uh, wanting to jump on the Comedy Central train because they all wanted to they, check out that built, South Park. South Park yeah. built they Comedy Central. Essentially. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a time where you couldn't just stream any and everything you wanted exactly when you, you wanted to watch, watch it. TV. Yeah. yeah. Which had to be scheduled. Yeah, South awful. Park had good reruns. They had occasional, or I mean, not South Park, Comedy Central. They had uh, good comedy. And late at night, they showed movies uncensored. Ish. Yeah. It would have like an F word in it, but no boobs. Little cussies. Hey, did you know the Nutmobile <laughs> is a peanut-shaped car that has existed since 1935, and it's used to promote and advertise Planter's products. They have not been doing a good, as good of a job as the Wienermobile. But we know, yeah. You see the we Oscar Mayer Wienermobile yeah. everywhere, but I haven't seen the Nutmobile ever. I dated somebody that drove the Wienermobile. Oh, really? You've dated some weird dudes, but... Uh, oh, I mean, his like, vehicle wasn't the Wienermobile. Oh, uh, you just... He just he, drove. And you called it the Nutmobile occasion when you are going on dates, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you like peanuts, and that's a good thing to it's eat. It's a great uh, snack. It's really healthy. More about Comic Sans. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Boy, don't we love that font. Uh, everybody loves to deride it. Yesterday uh, during Did You Know? Did You Know? Oh, I set you all off. Uh, I talked about the fact that the creator of the Comic Sans had only used the font once, but we didn't know what it was for, and I sometimes hate when our facts are just kind of hanging like that. Yeah. So I did a little research, and I found out why the Comic Sans font was invented and why it got used once. Uh, for HR ladies to make zany notes about the holiday party. You're not completely or totally off. Um, oh, I was going to say, is it like it's not the, the text for like dyslexic people? <laughs> no, no, not at all. That's In actually fact, a real thing. The typographer was a well-known typographer. His name is uh, Vincent Conair, or Conare. Conair. Conair. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. All it's I will just, say is that film. he was hired by Microsoft to come up with a... a a font for a very specific operating system. The operating system was called Microsoft Bob. I don't think anybody here knows what Microsoft Bob is. No. I had never heard of it, so I, I read it. And it, they wanted to make the, this more friendly 
operating system. So, when so it's kind of cartoonish. When you loaded up your computer, it would show you a house. And if you clicked like on the computer part in the house, then it would bring up a word processor. And if you clicked on the thermostat on the wall, then it would show you a little clock that sh- also had oh, the man. outside temperature. They thought somehow... Inner, you know, interacting. user interface would be yeah. a little smoother. Smoother for people that did not want to use a command line. And one of the things was that you could click on a dog and the dog would give you messages. But they decided that no dog would talk in Times New Roman. It yeah. seemed too, I don't know, official for a dog to talk in. So they wanted to invent a font for a dog to speak in. Called woof, 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 woof. So that's what Comic Sans got invented, and that's kind of why it's so bad, is the guy was like... It's for a cartoon. It's for a cartoon dog. Like, how would a cartoon dog talk? It's not a bad font. It's just overused. Well, it's overused, but also it's very underused by the guy that created it. In fact, he said, I didn't make that font for people to communicate in. I made it for a dog to talk in. And so he's used the font only one time in his life. And... It happens to be a pretty damn good reason. Um, He was very angry with his broadband internet provider, (laughs) and so he wrote an angry letter to them in in Comic Sans, which I stand and applaud, and I'm like, that that. is the use for Comic Sans. It essentially comes off very sarcastic at that point, but also takes some of the sting out of, I'm furious at the service you've provided to me, and I'm going to make you read this angry letter in what I will also argue is a terrible font. He yeah. said, look, it shouldn't be used. In fact, when the Microsoft Bob came out, which, by the way, it turned out to be a huge failure, but when it came out, they had already changed the font. They took it away from the dog because they said, this font is too silly. <laughs> but they decided Aww, to leave this talking it. dog would never do this. <laughs> they just decided to leave it in the system fonts. People found it, kept reloading it, and since it was, it became part of like the the whole like public use. And then public everyone domain. would make posters with it. Or if you were like a serious business, like a Mediterranean cuisine shop or a yoga place, you'd use papyrus. Like all those, right. font, they're just right. overused. Well, in the beginning, people had like seven fonts, and they wanted. To, we love yeah. to play with fonts. We love to personalize things. I mean, think about the cars you. I mean, the stickers you put on your cars, right? Yeah. Think about all fifteen of them that uh, CJ has stuck on my car. And I slowly find every once in a while. People love to personalize stuff. And so when you're communicating, you like to be able to personalize how you're speaking. In the old days, you had seven fonts. Now there are thousands that you can choose from, which begs the question, why is everyone still just using Helvetica? We've got our very own clickbait at 101x.com slash CJ. But we're going to spoil it for you right here as we do on Clickbait Corner. We supposed to make money on the internet. The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. That's right, Emily crafted some very own homegrown clickbait. And we're going to talk about it right now. What is clickbait? Well, you know, it's the intriguing list. You won't believe number seven. All the dumb stuff we click on on the internet. And Emily, you made some just for us. I'm excited. What is this clickbait? Yeah. yeah, I've kept you guys in the dark, um, but I know that some of our favorite clickbaits that we've done together involve BuzzFeed quizzes. Absolutely. So I taught myself how to create our very first CJ Morgan Show clickbait corner clickbaity quiz. All right. And today we will be playing... What weird item in CJ's pocket are you? <laughs> okay, cool. So That's CJ, good. this is mainly, I, I basically wanted to do this. It's I love 10 it questions. I have a pocket song just for right now. You okay, do. Let's uh, cue that up. Here we go. Emily, proceed. Okay, um, it's 10 questions. And sorry, Spencer, you can take this quiz on your own at, at 101x.com. But I really want the audience to listen to CJ take his own quiz live right now. Now, so do you want me to help you through it and I can't click for you? you? Made, made this. This is great. <laughs> yeah, Emily, I want you. Uh, I want you to read it, and I'll give the answer. Sounds good. You're, you're, Emily. You're too cute. I you're, knew you would I, love this. this. Is dumb and funny. I knew that CJ would love this. All right, this. what's in my pocket? According to this quiz. <laughs> All right, question number one. What is your niche hobby? Is it building figures in your Lego room? Trying to be a comedian? <laughs> 
cleaning your pool or something nerdy but strangely generic? That's a good answer. Uh, that last one's good, but I got to go with Legos. That's, Legos. Yeah. All right. Number two, what makes you angry? When Spencer talks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. When, uh, when UT loses, when you stumble on your words, oh, or man. when someone says something dumb on Facebook. All, and also, Spencer, feel free to play along, I'm and then you can right tell now. us your results this at the end. This is tough. I, I got to go to either UT losing or when I say something dumb. Or when someone says something dumb on Facebook? No, no, when I say, when I mess up on oh, my words. Oh, when you stumble on your words. Oh, like uh, you just did? Ooh. You know what? <laughs> I think UT losing ruins a day, possibly a weekend, possibly a longer period of time. So I'm okay. going to go with that. All right. Number three, if you were stranded on a, des- on a deserted island, what would you bring? A vape, food, a sword, or everything needed to build a boat and GTFO um, out of there. I mean, probably if I had, I'd build a boat. That's what you would do? Yeah, I'd build a boat. Okay, good, good, good. Number four, who do you want to hawk a hot dog with the most? (laughs) CJ, (laughs) Matt, Spencer, or Emily? You know, since I've already hawked hot dogs with Spinny and Matt, I'm going to hawk a hot dog with you. Okay. Number five. What is something that you just won't shut up about? My fiance almost caught me hawking a hot dog this morning, if you know what I mean. I don't know what that your, means. Your own hot uh, Anyhow, dog? go on. Go on. Oh, sorry. hot dog in your mouth? That's why he has such a bad back. <laughs> uh, what is something that you just won't shut up about? How much random knowledge you know, food, That's a good one. having cool. to go poo, or my weird little kid hobbies. Oh, man. Those are always all of the above. Those are all so good. Uh, probably all the dumb knowledge stuff I know because okay. I was just explaining a map to our coworkers. Okay, this one. What's your you favorite? You know that real cute little blonde one upstairs? I was talking yes. to her about maps, and uh, she was like, oh. Her eyes are probably really glazing like over. She has a name. You know. Well, yeah, I don't want to out her. Oh, that's why. He doesn't want to out the cute uh, little Lucas. blonde girl. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. What is your favorite color? Because we've run out of creative questions black. at number six. Hell yeah. All right. It's blue, green, pink, or black. Black. So I know I knew you. Me and CJ high five. Always black. You know I chose that answer on my version of the quiz. Number seven. Tell us a secret. Ooh. Is it sometimes I kiss my mom, but not in a weird way? I have a Hank Hill ass. I eat out of peanut butter jars with my fingers, or I never wear underwear. I never wear underwear. Y'all know that, though. It's not a secret. No, I think the mom kissing was the secret one, though. How do you listen to the CJ Morgan show? I don't. Live on the radio, (laughs) podcast, through social media, or never? Who are you? (laughs) No, you listen live on air, like right now. (laughs) So you're going to say never? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Number nine. What is your favorite thing about CJ? His sexy radio voice? His boyish humor? His beautifully broken body? Or his kindness and charm? I was going to say my dogs, but uh, boyish Emily, humor. You, you had an option to add floppy, floppy dog. <laughs> no, I know, and you, you did. You kept it mature. Sorry. And our it's final okay. question to see what weird item in CJ's pocket you are, which you can take at 101x.com. How many fingers am I holding up? Is it one? Um, none? One? Maybe five or 20? One. Okay. You said one. You said one. And the results are you are nothing. Me. Crap. We knew that we were forgetting something. Just like CJ, sometimes you have those head empty days. Being nothing in CJ's pocket doesn't mean that you aren't important. In fact, the days that he has nothing in his pockets are sometimes the most memorable. Like when he forgets his keys, wallet, or anything important, so he has to turn around and drive all the way back home, making him late for the show. No matter what, you are someone who hasn't, who has left more of an impact on someone's life than you think. Nothingness. That's great. Thank you, Emily. You're nothing good, in your good own job. pockets. Take this quiz Thank and show the, share the results with us. 101x.com slash CJ. Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101x.